Welcome to this episode of the Do They Own Me podcast. I'm your host, Benny McBenface. Today, we have an episode about a practice that has been going on for a long time, a practice that I don't like, and a practice that anyone who's thought about it certainly doesn't like and can only conclude that is a massive problem and will lead to massive problems down the road. We have the article from SFGate. It is entitled, A Class Action Suit Wants a Company Scanning and Selling Californians' License Plate Data to Pay Up. Trial is scheduled for May in a case affecting millions of California drivers. The company says it did nothing wrong. Well, look, this business, and I've, I've talked about it on this podcast previously, it would be an easy mistake to make to think, uh, uh, to think that, look, it's just my license plate. That's all it is. Who cares if they know that, that I drive past that spot at seven minutes past eight every morning on my way to work? Why does it matter? Don't, I don't care. I've done nothing wrong. Look, it is true that that singular, granular piece of information probably doesn't matter. And if that's all that it was, I probably wouldn't have a problem with it. But when it comes to these private companies collecting this type of data, it's not that it stops there. Instead, that is one small piece of a very large puzzle. They first, the first thing they need to do is they need to, well, it doesn't matter whether it's the first thing they do or it doesn't matter whether it's the second thing or the tenth thing, but the objective for any of these large data brokers, any of these large companies like Axiom, who gets a special spotlight shined upon their horrible practices here on this podcast, but any of these companies like Axiom who who are in the business of literally collecting billions of data points and often about any single consumer, they'll con- any single consumer, any single person in the United States, they'll collect thousands of data points. But if they are in that business of building these data profiles and warehousing and sort of nurturing these data profiles, they want as much data as possible. And one of the things that they really want to be able to do is tie a vehicle to a person. Because if you think about that, and I did cover this on a previous episode, um, if you think about what happens when you drive through a drive-through, for example, there's almost always a camera in the drive-through when you're going to buy your, you, you know, your shake or whatever you're buying in your drive-through, chicken burger. I'll take a chicken burger. Whatever you're buying, you go through there, you place your order. There is a there is a camera that is taking your number plate as you go through that. And again, the innocent reading of this is to say, oh, well, of course they need that because then they can make sure that they give you your chicken burger when you arrive at the next window. They can tie the order with the vehicle. That's good. That is a good use. That is an innocent use. But it never stops there. The other thing that happens is when you're paying for it, you're probably using a card. Uh, You know, you're using your tap and go on your phone or you're using a physical card. That becomes part of that transaction data as well. And the software that runs the camera system and the point of sale system and the order tracking system captures all of this data in a singular point. So they've got what you ordered, where you were at that time, when you ordered it, your method of payment. And this is important because this ties everything else together. Uh, And then, of course, the plate number of your vehicle. So when you do that, all of that becomes a piece of your data profile at companies like Axiom, who specifically, by the way, do have fields for this type of stuff in their database. Uh, All of that becomes part of your data profile. So next time your plate is scanned somewhere as you're driving around, it's not that you're an anonymous person that they've never heard of before. It's that they know all of these other things about you. They know what you bought online last week. They know 
what uh, what you ordered when you went through the drive-through. They know which gas station you frequent because it too has cameras that are connected to the same system, or or, or at the very least can be connected to the same system. And I'm not suggesting that the operator of the gas station is nefariously involved in data collection. They're not. Of course they're not. They, they, they want to sell you gas and snacks. That's good. That's all they want to sell you. But what they are incentivized to do is to have automatic number plate uh, scanning vi- uh, uh, cameras to crack down on crime and reduce theft. So they will have been sold a system that does this and alerts them and says, look, this vehicle was involved in a, in a theft incident at this other place. Maybe don't serve them or maybe take a bit of extra call. So all this data is collected in that manner and it is sent back to companies like Axiom. So when you're driving down the highway and your number plate is scanned, understand that it's not a singular data point that is being collected about you. It is another point of enrichment of the data that is already known about you. Oh, he drives in this area. Um, and then he, he, he appeared on this camera this time. And then he appeared on this other camera this other time. It starts to put into the hands of a private company uh, data around what is your day-to-day pattern of life. What are you doing every day? Where do you drive what do you buy? When do you buy it? What are you likely to do next? And then they've got this rich pool of data that they can sell. Anyhow, let's get into the article. It begins, if you drive a car in California, you may be in for a payday, thanks to a lawsuit alleging privacy violations by a Texas company. The 2021 lawsuit, given class action status in September, alleges that Digital Recognition Network is breaking a California law meant to regulate the use of automatic license plate readers. DRN, a Fort Worth-based company, uses plate scanning cameras to create location data for people's vehicles, then sells that data to marketers, car repossessors, and insurers. (laughs) I mean, look, the one there that I don't actually have a problem with is car repossessors. Nobody wants to pay a higher rate on a loan for their car uh, than they need to. And if you've got these people that are, you know, defaulting on loans and not paying for their loans, then, you know, it's going to drive up everybody else's rates. It's going to drive up insurance costs as well. So don't mind that, car repossessors. But of course, it doesn't stop there. It's anyone that wants to buy it. You stick the camera in there, you scan a thousand cars a minute, and there's a rich, very rich stream of data. Article continues, what's particularly notable about the case is the size of the class. The court has established that if you're a California resident whose license plate data was collected by DRN at least 15 times since June 2017, you're a class member. Um, And and in in this article, of course, a class member, meaning you are, if this this lawsuit ends up deeming that DRN did something wrong, they have to pay a fine, you are a member of that lawsuit, meaning you stand to benefit, you stand to get a check in the mail. It's interesting to me that they uh, they they drew the line saying it has to be at least 15 times that they scanned your number plate. Now, I don't know why they draw it at 15. I would look at that and I would say, that's insane. No one company should have access to anywhere near that amount of my location data as I'm driving around California. I, I would have thought three times was a cutoff. Look, once is nothing. Twice is very close to nothing. But by the time there's it's happening three times or five times or even seven or eight times, it's a very clear pattern of behavior. It's not just a coincidental scanning. But nonetheless, in my opinion, the court has set the bar very high here. By my assessment of it, by the way that I look at these things, uh, the court has set the bar very high by saying that they don't need to scan it once, they don't need to scan it three times, 15 times. Nonetheless, the article continues, the plaintiff's legal team estimates that the tally includes about 23 million people. 
alleging that DRN cameras were mounted to cars on public roads. The case website lets Californians check whether their plates were scanned. Barring a settlement or delay, the trial to decide whether DRN must pay a penalty to those class members will begin on May 17 in San Diego County Superior Court. The case hinges on a law that went into effect in California in 2016, setting up a $2,500 minimum payment for those who successfully sue violators. It mandates that the collection and dissemination of automated license plate scan data be consistent with respect for individuals' privacy and civil liberties. Well, uh, look, I'm not a lawyer. I don't understand what the, uh, what the legal standard is. What is the bar? What is the hurdle that needs to be cleared to say that they didn't respect an individual's privacy and civil liberties? Um, I think it's pretty much settled law in every state in the United States that there is no, uh, no nobody can assume a right to privacy when they're in public. And I assume that's going to be the defense here. These guys are going to say, look, the person driving around in public, uh, they have no right to privacy. They're kind of uh, expected privacy the minute they left their home. So we were respecting their privacy. It's just that their privacy doesn't apply once they leave their home. But I think this is going to be an interesting case. I really do obviously hope that this company gets sued out of existence, fined out of existence. I don't want these guys doing what they're doing. There's not been any regulation on this type of shit forever. So, uh, you know, a step in this direction uh, is the correct step. Mind you, I say that there's been no regulation. Thankfully, California, despite all of their problems, and they do have myriad problems, thankfully, California in 2016 did bring this uh, law into effect that sets up that penalty as a minimum of 2500 bucks. So that's good. Now we just need every other state to do the same thing. Uh, the, the article continues. Eli Wade Scott, a lawyer for Edelson PC, the firm representing the class members, told SFGate on Friday that his team will try to show the jury that DRN's business is a mass surveillance program. Edelson frequently takes on technology companies over privacy issues. First of all, thank you, Edelson. Thank you, Eli Wade Scott. This is what we need. Uh, the, obviously, they're doing it for money because they'll get, I don't know what percentage uh, the law firms usually get out of class actions, but it's not like they're going to get 50 bucks. They're going to get yeah, a lot of money. It's going to be worth their while. And so they should. I'm glad they're doing it. Um, and if they're going to try to show the jury that it's a mass surveillance program, I just don't think that it's going to be that difficult to demonstrate. How could you, as I said a moment ago, I would draw the line at surveillance um, being more than three times. That's my sort of personal cutoff. It's, you know, as I'm moving through a public space or if I'm in a different country, as I often am, or if I'm in a, uh, you know, in a mall somewhere or if I'm driving around a different city, if my personal cutoff is three times, if I've seen the same person or the same vehicle three times, it's no longer a coincidence. I'm, I, I, I call it there. So for the court to have set this bar at 15, that's clearly surveillance. It can't be called anything. It can't be called or considered anything else. It's obviously surveillance. The question then becomes, is it mass surveillance? And it's obviously mass surveillance because it applies to every car that drove past that camera. It wasn't you know, pointed at one person or focused on one person. It was everyone. So it was surveillance and it was mass. I'm hoping this, uh, I'm hoping this lawsuit goes well. The article continues. DRN is capturing a pretty detailed picture of people's lives, Wade Scott said. That could be capturing you at home, at work, at your school, your house of worship, or at your doctor. And we'll argue to a jury that that does not respect California's civil liberties or their privacy and that they're harmed by DRN's violations of the statute. And th that's exactly the case. And this is what I was saying before. 
he doesn't make the point in this article, but I'm sure being a very clever lawyer focused on this stuff, I'm sure he knows that the data collection doesn't just stop there. It's not that DRN just maintains a big database of this plate number went here, there, and everywhere else. I'm, I am 100% certain that they make that data available to anyone that wants to pay for it, whether it's one of these uh, you know, big, big data brokers or uh, other warehouses of data, personal data of people. Anyone that wants to pay for it, I'm sure, can systematically access the movement records of that plate number in order to enrich any existing data set that they have about that person. It's outrageous, it's bullshit, and I'm glad, very glad, that A, California brought out this rule back in 2016-17 uh, and said it was 2500 bucks minimum, and I like that it's a minimum, and I'm glad that something's happening about it. I'm, I'm grateful to, to Wade Scott and uh, those of his ilk. The article continues, DRN denies the allegation that it broke the California law. The case's website, a court-ordered neutral ground for potential class members to read about the litigation, reads, DRN maintains that neither plaintiff nor any similarly situated person has suffered any harm. So they're going to say that uh, DRN, the defendant in this, in this class action, is going to say that, look, yes, we did this. We're not disputing that we did this, but you, you've not suffered any harm. Um, and again, I don't know what the, what the provisions are. I don't know what the bar is here, but that's not really what's being argued here from what I can see. It looks like they're not alleging that they suffered harm. They're just alleging that this was mass surveillance in contravention of this California statute. So I, I think they're talking at two different, uh, two different ends here. It'll be interesting to see what happens. The article continues, DRN also maintains that the automatic license plate recognition statute, the website says, referring to the relevant California law, does not prohibit the collection or storage of ALPR information and that its ALPR system is secure and has never been breached. Uh, okay, does not prohibit the collection or storage. Okay, well, again, this is going to turn on what the letter of the law is, what the spirit of the law is, and whether they breached it. But again, how, how, how they could possibly be successful in arguing that mass surveillance is, uh, you know, is respecting someone's privacy, uh, I, I don't know. Except for that one point that I did raise earlier, that it is, uh, in my, by my assessment, by my understanding anyway, it is settled law that no one has a right, there is no expectation of privacy once you set foot outside the house, outside your home or outside you know, your hotel room or, or wherever you go. Uh, it goes on, the company readily advertises the fact that it scans plates. On its website, DRN even calls itself the leading expert in license plate recognition technology and analytics. The company's cameras scan 220 million plates a month, the website says, and customers can use plate data to create comprehensive vehicle stories. And that is exactly what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about these data brokers use this to enrich their current pool of data. They know what card you're using. I know that Visa shares transaction information with Axiom, or certainly last time I looked at it. Um, I'm, uh, to the best of my recollection, it was at least uh, how many times you used your Visa card in, in any given period, um, and it may well have had more in there. So it is exactly as they say it is, creating comprehensive vehicle stories. Where does that vehicle go? What, are the, what is the pattern of life of the primary operator of that vehicle? Then let's tie it back to this data set of everything else that we know about this person. And soon enough, you've completely lost any right, any or the privilege, the freedom to be able to just get on, go about your life being anonymous. There is no right to that. If this, if this prevails and this is allowed to happen, this will be 
a declaration by the courts to say no one has a right to be anonymous, no one has the right to get on with their business, everyone can be and will be monitored and scanned and followed everywhere they go. I don't like it. The article concludes, the plaintiff's lawyers will try to convince the jury during May's trial that DRN scans invaded Californians' privacy and that itself is a type of harm. Wade Scott said DRN's attorneys for the case did not immediately respond to comment uh, or uh, respond to SF Gates' requests for comment. Look, I've said about all I have to say on this. I hope that these companies that are involved in this type of uh, abusive violation of people's liberty and people's freedom. It's not privacy, it's liberty, as I've said previously on this podcast. It is the the right for you to get about your life free of oppression and you know go about and live your life in that manner. I think that if these companies are not going to be regulated properly, I think that it's going to be up to lawsuits like this to literally find them and sue them out of business. And I'm all for it. That's the episode for today, boys and girls. I'll catch you on the next one.